0: Why do 90% of all medicines sound like cool wizard names? This is I, Zedek The Almighty! You are no match for Xanax The Wise! (laughs) Viagra... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest, greatest edition of Nick Nonfiction, here with your host, Nick Muniz. Today on the show, Thanksgiving themed, we have got The Art of Dreaming by Carlos Castaneda. I say Thanksgiving themed because what this holiday is really about? Smoking peyote with Indians. Carlos Castaneda studied under Don Juan, the Mexican Toltec shaman, for 30 years. So all the books you read about this, they point to this guy. We're going straight to the source. Carlos claims he can lucid dream and change reality with his dreams. I'm not just talking out my ass. We've read the Sigmund Freud. Well, first you have to do coke and then bang your mom. (laughs) He had some good points about latent versus manifest context. But we're going to take that a step deeper today. We're talking about indigenous thought forms bro. This book is sick. Let's go. So he says it's about feeling what you want to feel instead of seeing what you want to see. I'm just saying, don't write it off, bro. This is thousand-year-old knowledge. It comes from before Spanish conquest. Don't take it from me. Take it from the lineage. I'm just passing the knowledge down. What does a Jamaican say when you offer him weed? Shaman. About the author, Carlos Castaneda. This guy spent 20 years, it was 30, he said, in the book, studying under Don Juan, a high Toltec shaman, yada yada, Wikipedia. He says, you will learn how to find the way to alternate realities through the consciousness of dreams. So we're going to mix this in with simulation theory and everything today. I've read all of the theories. Just letting you guys know there's a lot of truth here. Let's get started after I throw in a dip. Long cut, engaged. Chapter 1, Carlos Castaneda, Art of Dreaming, Informed Field. During one of our conversations, Don Juan stated that in order to appreciate the position of dreamers in dreaming, one has to understand the struggle of modern-day sorcerers to steer sorcery away from concreteness toward the abstract. It's like if you want to be part of the NBA, your coach is going to tell you to do a 1,000 layups. And what Carlos just said, this is the art of abstract. There is no thousand layups you can do. And even worse, you might be a five foot tall Mexican and you'll never be in the NBA. So I'm just kind of getting ahead of the boomers here. Well, 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 the scientific method, there has to be seven steps to everything. Some art forms or disciplines, you kind of got to feel them out. And again, chapter two is the seven gates of dreaming. So don't worry, I've left brained it up for you guys. This shit is so dope. Quote, present day sorcerers seek the abstract because they seek freedom. They have no interest in concrete gains. There are no social functions for them as there were for the sorcerers of the past. So you'll never catch them being the official seers or sorcerers in residence. But, 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 Russell Brand. (laughs) That guy dresses like a guru. He's half shaman, half revolutionary. 100% actor. I could do rebel versus revolutionary on you. Like, that guy still opens up normies' minds, but what that quote just said, if you're still seeking material shit, you're a phony. And again, I'm not claiming to be any of these things today. I'm just laying out the concepts. So what's the function of a shaman? To perceive the energetic essence of things. And that's why in the old times, if you were sick, you would go to the shaman. What is the energy causing the sickness? And today you go to a doctor They don't really do cause and effect. They just give you some pills to cover up the symptoms. So there, I just left-brained some more magic for you. It's Greek cause and effect. So the better you get at fucking reading, bro, the better you get at finding sources. And to get real trippy on you, a lot of times, the sources are sorcerers. Think about it, man. Don Juan says, everything is energy. The whole universe is energy. The social base of our perception should be the physical certainty that energy is all there is. No, Nick, but atoms. There goes my phone. So I watched an Egyptian documentary recently. It's called The Pyramid Code. It's a five-part series. Very good. They say in that, well, you see, this hieroglyph of an owl, it means that the Egyptians knew what string theory was. And so I'm just taking it at face value here. Science is admitting that we are rediscovering ancient knowledge. They knew about all this. All is mind, bro. (laughs) Physical matter. So if this is ancient knowledge, why are boomers still calling it New Age? (laughs) Like, I'm not a shaman, but I do dabble in philology. That's finding the cause and the source of things. The word New Age... It's a PSYOP. It's solely there to scare boomers out of opening their mind. (laughs) New age, this is the most ancient shit in the world. So yeah, until Tucker Carlson or Dr. Fauci tells you different, (laughs) just keep believing whatever you want. Quote, Our way of perceiving is a predator's way, says Don Juan, a very efficient manner of appraising and classifying danger. But this is not the only way we are able to perceive. There is another mode, the one I am familiarizing you with. But this is not the only way we are able to perceive. I just said that. The act of perceiving the essence of everything, energy itself directly. (sighs) So I've been watching some shamans talk about gazing. And like he just said, we think the way we do because we're so... Look at the chalkboard. Look forward. Everything is linear. But when you learn how to use your periphery... They portray it in movies, bro. It's like gazing. Look into it. Let's take it a step deeper. Since I had trouble visualizing the first time, Don Juan described to me, he explained the luminous ball is much larger than the human body. The spot of intense brilliance is part of the ball of energy that is located on the place of the height of the shoulder blades and arm's length from a person's back, roughly six feet. I would recommend the book, The Body Electric. If you take an electrograph and take a picture of humans, we got a ball of energy around us. It's fucking insane, but no, 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 no. that didn't show up on CNN, so it's fake. We're energy, but keep your six feet social distance, quote, to understand all this, certainly there isn't an exercise for your reason. You may believe whatever you want, Don Juan replied undoubtedly. The fact remains there is no game without the Nogwall, and I say this as so, and so did all the Nogwalls who preceded me, but they didn't say it in the standpoint of self-importance and neither do I. So again, I'm not bowing down to some shaman and I'll live my... I hate teachers. That's why I make this book. Every fucking Tuesday, no teachers. We're getting smarter, we're getting stronger. So fuck this guy saying, I'm the only nogwal. That's why I bought up the NBA thing. Some people are five foot tall midgets and you're not going to play in the NBA. But people who know how to use both halves of their brain, you got to train this as much as you read. And Izzy's been on my case, bro. Shout out, he's teaching me Ojibwe. He meditates for an hour a day. It makes my dreams more vivid, bro. I can, I used to tell you that I would run like a panther in my dreams. I can soar in my dreams now. What the fuck? I'm only at the beginning of understanding this, but it's so sick, dude. (laughs) We'll go through the steps. But this is, I want to finish on that quote again, calling himself the Nagual. That's cult shit. I'm the president. I have the power of everything. I own every animal in nature. (laughs) Someone's got to do it, though, because most people defer to authority. So, like, in quantum physics, they say if nobody is observing the thing, it ceases to exist. If there's nobody on the outside of the game, what are we even doing? Nobody's watching the game anymore. So this is like... (laughs) dunces and dragons i've been looking into that whole board game because nerds are smart they need smart entertainment they have something called the dungeon master and this one person doesn't even play but they sit there and they tell you things to imagine and bro that's what the news is they're getting us to fixate on the most negative shit in the world <laughs> chapter two Dreamception. Don Juan then gave me a traditional definition of the second attention. He said that the old sorcerers called the result of fixing the assemblage point on new positions, the second attention, they treated the second attention as an area of all-inclusive activity. So you get good at that peripheral gazing, and then your awareness becomes like the entire 360. Yeah, those 360 cameras are getting big just as people are discovering the fourth dimension. Pretty fucking wild. Don Juan helped me to experience Inexpectable things in the secondary attention By means of what he called a sorcerer's maneuver Tapping my back gently Or forcefully striking it at the height of my shoulder blades He explained that with this blow He displaced my assemblage point For my experiential disposition Such displacements meant that my Awareness used to enter into a most disturbing State of unequaled clarity A state of superconsciousness Let's go Superconsciousness this is what meditators, martial artists, climbers, they're all trying to get at that superconscious state. The best way to take control of your dreams is looking for your hands. So this is kind of the first gate. My first attempts at looking for my hands in my dreams were a fiasco. After months of unsuccessful efforts, I gave up and complained to Don Juan about the absurdity of such a task. Don Montt explained that there are entrances and exits in the energy flow of the universe and that in this specific case of dreaming, there are seven entrances experienced as obstacles, which sorcerers call the seven gates of dreaming. So I'm saying the hand thing is pretty cool, but there's easier ways. The first gate is a threshold we must cross by becoming aware of a particular sensation before deep sleep, a sensation which is like a pleasant heaviness that doesn't let us open our eyes. I remember one time I tried, like, one of the first times I was trying this, I was wearing an eye mask. And for 40 minutes straight, I had a dream that I was trying to take off my mask, but I couldn't. So that's the thing that you're fixating on. And you learn to control that is the first threshold. A certainty hit me like a blow. This was not a dream at all. We were in a reality beyond what I know to be real. I turned to Don Juan, who was there in my dream. I was about to realize what was different about those people, but uh, a strange dry wind went directly to my sinuses, hit me in the face, blurred my view, and I woke up. So yeah, Carlos is freaking out. What the fuck? You were in my dream? And Don Juan goes, It wasn't a dream, Carlos. Then he drops this other dank quote. Don't try to force yourself to be aware of falling asleep. Let your energy body do it. And to intend a wish without wishing is to do without doing. So that's why we said it's more about feeling than any of this other shit. So Don Juan kicks him out of the hooch in the middle of the jungle. He's like, don't come back until you master the first gate. Carlos, he gets the ability to look at his hands. Once we reach the gate, we must cross it by being able to sustain the sight of our any item in the dream. And I called this chapter Dreamception. Christopher Nolan knows all of this shit. He probably studied under a shaman. This is why Leonardo DiCaprio has that top. The Oppenheimer guy has that ring or whatever. You got to have your totem or something that you could focus on. Carlos goes back to Don for the second gate. It is you entering into the second attention that gives you the sense of self-assurance. This calls for even more sobriety on your part. Go slowly, but don't stop. And above all, don't talk about it. Just do it. Just do it! It's all about practice. I told you about how I Swiss-cheesed Godzilla in one of my trips. If you're going to these places, you need to have that self-assurance. This is the second gate. Humans, I don't know what we are yet, but we're fucking powerful. How the hell did I go to hyperspace and I was able to kill Godzilla? It's self-assurance, and that's one of the deeper ones too, but practice is the only way. Less talky, more Dewey. Dewey Malcolm in the middle. What was their last name in that show? The Malcolms. The Third Gate. There are two ways of properly crossing the third gate of dreaming. One is to wake up in another dream. That is to say, to dream that one is having a dream, and then dream that one wakes up within that dream. <laughs> the alternative is to use the items of a dream to trigger another dream, exactly as we have done in step two. Again, like, Don't take him his teachings as God, but this is kind of the best we get in terms of people mapping out the astral realm. Okay, so we're not totally subverting here. This is a road map. I heard Don Juan say, you can open your eyes now. I opened them with no difficulty. I was sitting cross-legged on some rocks. I included that quote because if you read some Bible passages, the Greeks also talk about the silver cord. You're always connected to your body. Okay, so I'm not denying that some people are retarded and they take seven grams of mushrooms their first time. You might get lost. Start low and go slow. That's always been my method. Do not listen to Terence McKenna and the Four Bardos. Like, this book is so much better of a roadmap compared to that CIA crap. The Fourth Gate, Don Juan calls it the World of Inorganic Beings. This one is pretty sick. It's definitely a real place. Been there, done that. If you read, like, the creative writers, Philip K. Dick, Stephen King, L. Ron Hubbard... They say creativity, it's a life form. You have to coax it in. And the world of inorganic forms, it's a lot of what these researchers call egregores. To put it simple, thoughts are alive. So I'm saying don't entertain bad thoughts. Oh my God, World War Three! The more people who think about it, the more likely it's going to happen. And it's deeper than that, bro. These things are alive. <laughs> What's that movie, Branded? I'm going to have to do an entire book on that. Watch that movie if you want to understand. The world of inorganic beings. The method of this inquiry required that I first compile a record of everything that transpired in my dreaming sessions, then use the record as a matrix to find out if my dreams proved or disproved anything about the inorganic beings. So again, more testing. Go and interact with these beings. And Freud called this part the latent versus the manifest. So your ideas take form in people, places, things, or even monsters. But the idea that even Freud had right is don't get fixated on the monster. What is it representing? That dude was too coked up and in love with his mom to take it a step further. (laughs) Those idea forms, they don't disappear when you wake up. They continue to influence the world in the place of inorganic beings it's all connected i'm saying the sorcerers who run our government in reality they know this step five the fifth gate the shadow world (laughs) so if you thought living ideas was scary you're probably not going to grasp this concept bro the first couple times I tripped, I got obliterated in the shadow realm. There was this one. It looked like the shaggy dog, and it walked on two legs. Bro, that thing scared me straight for a while. <laughs> but you got to go back in, bro. No fear. So, yeah, the the shadow world. What's that Disney movie, Inside Out? I think they call it the uh, the Valley of Nightmares. <laughs> and, again, we could go... Uh, neuroscience on, the, well, this is just the right half of the brain, the subconscious, the shadow, as Jung would call it. That's probably applicable as well. But I'm just saying, these inorganic beings, they're even creepier at this level. So they will eject your ass back to the third dimension. Another one. They will body slam you back into Earth if you don't come correct. <laughs> so I'm saying this is more spiritual than it is wandering hippy dippy through the hyperverse got to have your head on straight. Don said the inorganic beings at this level, CSS children, who they can steal energy from. So I'm saying if you're not confident, do not engage. India Gulf Niner Niner, do not engage. Got to be confident. The sixth gate is when you finally start to get your spirit guide. For some people, it's a spirit animal. For some people, it's a dead relative. I think I made acquaintance with the purple lady when I was in there. Carlos, he met a person called the Blue Scout. Pretty fucking dope. See, I tried to emphasize before, you can't trust any of these inorganic beings because, bro, I'm open to the simulation thing where all of this could be a trick as well. I'm not taking any of this as gospel, but you guys know my thesis here. I'm trying to find a way out for us. Okay, I'm not coming back as an Indian guy. Again! I'm escaping samsara this time around. You guys can come with me if you want. (laughs) I don't care what you believe. But people have been talking about this shit for thousands of years, and I'm willing to sound crazy with it. I don't kid. Bro, so Carlos, he said he got caught up in the non-organic the shadow realm between four and five because a being came to him in the form of his dad. So for a week straight, he's like, well, Don Juan, I'm learning from this being. That's my dad. Don Juan's like, "Yo, be careful. Carlos goes back to the being that is apparently his dad, and it didn't even know his birthday. And he said at that moment, the illusion dropped, and he was able to see the demon behind it. So I'm saying trust nobody when you're in there. It's you and you alone. The Blue Scout... Introduced Carlos to some of his homies. It kinda of started to sound like Avatar at this point. But some people take DMT. I've listened to countless of those trip reports on the internet. You can skip gate one through five, and this is why you go to a shaman for proper dosage. I'm saying though start low and go slow, cause this shit is a whole nother world. Yeah, bro, you could just skip this and start going to other dimensions. What's that show? The Midnight Gospel? that is a really good representation of just going straight to the sixth phase And one of the guys that i've been following online his name is perceiver he stutter studied under carlos Castaneda. he talks about um what's that shit called he calls psychedelics power plants so i'm saying you could skip to the 10th level and just think about that phrase bro power plants these are nuclear these fucking things you could use it for renewable energy or you could nuke your neighbor got to be careful chapter three in between so this is before you get to number seven there's a couple steps in between he called it the new era of exploration that's what i'm saying (laughs) i was gonna make a joke about a red hot chili peppers line but maybe you could put it together now The new era of exploration, it's within, it's not outer space, it's inner space. So I'm saying, bro, this in-between phase, quote, he had a subconscious, not applicable, next time imagine a journey that uses awareness as an element as the environment. I'm just trying to give you tips here. Use the element as awareness. Like when I got scared in one of my trips I was in this like underground city I was looking for the ant people It was this whole subterranean world And I'm going any cave corner I turn around There might be an ant man And I got so scared that wall The eyes The walls had fucking eyes But somehow this made me comforted Knowing you're being watched So to unhippy this You know that time that I was fucking stalked by a cougar Having a camera kind of makes you feel, I'm not going to die alone. Maybe chicks, this is why they always need a partner. We got to watch each other's back out here. Like chicks have good intuition. You you got to have someone there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, know that there are the watchers too that are watching, but whatever, I'm going to lose people. Yeah, I've crossed the line 10 times already of people thinking I'm crazy. Maybe this is why kids have imaginary friends and why adults pray to various gods. It feels better knowing that you have something else. It's the observer effect. There, I just used science on the anti-science. And then another in-between phase here, he called it the tenant. We're back to Christopher Nolan. He's going to sluge his pants. Tenant! (laughs) That guy is very intelligent with his movies. So the Tenant, it's a basic Buddhist thing, detachment versus indulgence. Only by remaining totally detached can one have the energy to be free. So I'm saying it's not the drugs. You're doing drugs. You're detaching from reality. It's not the drugs. It's the detachment that teaches you when you're not caught up in your own bullshit, more information can come to you. So who's really the indulgent ones out here? And I'm not playing who's better than who. I'm saying that we only have so much energy. So if you're still addicted to the news, you're giving away a ton of your energy that you could be exploring within. And again, you don't have to go to hyperspace, explore your emotions and other gay shit. The final in-between is called The Woman in the Church. So when I was reading this, I kind of had to recapitulate here. Maybe the purple bitch that I met, she wasn't my spirit guide. Maybe this was the lady in the church phase. And, bro, I was in this, like, geometrically perfect cathedral in hyperspace. It was neon and see-through. Every angle you looked down in this place was architecturally perfect. So, yeah, the church, you might meet a nice bitch in there when you're in hyperspace. (laughs) And the energy that they give you, they're not speaking English. They're always saying, don't worry. And that's what you get in the Bible. The angel came to me and said, be not afraid. Again, believe whatever you want. Chapter 4, The Seventh Gate. So by now you've seen the tree of life, the ant people, the shadow realm, the geometric chapel, matriarchal energy. You've seen everything by now. You should reassure yourself. The seventh understanding he calls flying on the wings of intent. Don tells Carlos, now that you are free of doubt, you can begin to create. That's a deep one (laughs) You're never gonna get on stage if you doubt yourself Like I took some heavy doses in college And then I started doing stand-up After my mushroom school I went through I started going on these camping expeditions These are power plants They give you the ability to be fearless Vikings used to eat the fly agaric before they went into battle This shit makes you fearless That's why it's illegal Okay, the entire control mechanism of society is based on fear. If you don't get a job, you'll be a hobo. Oh no, Russia has nukes, we need a military. Everything they do is based on fear. And the reason these are Schedule (laughs) 1, it takes your fear away. And I watched the whole thing. Mark Leclerc was a climber, heavy psychonaut. He free-climbed a bunch of Patagonian mountains. And then he died. So, of course, you have to be grounded in reality still. But before that guy left us, he was fucking fearless. Dude, that shit. Do it for yourself. I don't care. (laughs) He says if you walk the path carefully, you gain access to fearlessness. I'm saying, bro, I'm not the only one who knows this. Flying on the wings of intent. It's a pretty good road map. If that was a city on a map, I would be at the wings of intent. And like I just said, I can fly in my dreams now. I don't know what to tell you guys. It's all real. (laughs) The story ends when Carlos tells Don he met a lady in a dream named Carl Tiggs. Carol Tiggs. And Don is like, no way, that was one of my students. You're graduated. Get away from me. Go do your thing now. And so that gave me some respect for Carlos. He's not setting up chapters in the middle of the jungle. Teach people how to dream and then get the fuck out. Oh, this is for the seekers this episode I know this isn't for everybody for the people who material belongings or promotions just don't cut it for you gotta create your own path that's the seventh path you know the bible says the right versus the left right it's all the same shit we're gonna further demystify this in the next two editions create your own path travel the world climb some scary mountains go into wet caves by that, I mean hook up with girls at hostels. Gotta start flying on the wings of intent. There you guys have it. Carlos Castaneda's The Art of Dreaming. We got a Doom and Gloom edition coming up next week. It's our December themed, so we're gonna get very devout. It's Christian themed. We're reading a Bible, so a part of the Bible, Revelations. Seriously, thank you guys for staying tuned. I'm just trying to put the information out there. I know I tainted it by talking wild about psychedelics. But again, people don't learn by reading. They learn by experiencing doing themselves. So just thank you guys for being here. I'll see you in seven short days. Nick Muniz signing off.